The handbag is used to carry the personal items of a woman, or in this case, two desperate men dying to have their voices heard. Give a warm welcome to Michael and Josh, the handbags. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Episode 51, we are back. We're excited. We're pumped. It's been the long weekend. We should all be refreshed. We should all be rejuvenated. And we should all be ready to go. And that's exactly what we are. So, handbaggers, welcome to another episode. He's Michael Brunelli. I'm Josh Moss. <laughs> I was waiting for a finisher. That was fantastic. Was it actually? Yeah, it was great. I don't know if you're winding me up or not. No, no, I was waiting for a little tie in there, but you just kind of cut it and I wasn't ready to go. I was enjoying it so much. <laughs> hey, are you dating at the moment? Give us a little short update. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the dating scene. I'm, I'm there, I'm there, I'm being open and honest. And yeah, I'm out there, I'm dating, I'm meeting a lot of um, people, I'm you know going out, I'm putting myself out there. And yeah, I'm speaking to a few people as a as a happy single man, and I'm trying to find that connection that we're all so, you know searching for. I'm trying to find the love of my life, and you just never know where they might come along. And you know what they say: when you least expect it, it'll come along. So that was a lot of words, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> to actually not say much at all, that was a lot of words. <laughs> Like, not one detail in any of that. <laughs> you could have just said, yep, been on a few dates. <laughs> I go, if I waffle on, I might annoy him to the point where he wants to move on. <laughs> that was honestly terrible. But what that tells me is that you don't want to give away too much. There's something brewing. There's something happening. There's been a few dates. You don't want to talk about it too much. You don't want to jinx it. You don't want to get me involved which you know from our record in the past i can completely understand <laughs> now honestly honestly like i'm not hiding anything there's nothing brewing i'm kind of just i am meeting a lot of people and i'm talking to quite a few people but over the weekend i i walked into a designer store michael and you know i thought i might want to splurge on myself and um i might want to buy something you know designer and you know splash splash out a little bit enjoy myself and I walked into the store and as soon as I walked in, it would it was like the two security guards, their eyes did not leave me. And every corner I turned, <laughs> I kind of just saw them just kind of lurking around within about a five meter radius at all times. And it just made me feel like super, super uncomfortable. Are you insinuating that they suspected maybe you were going to try and steal something? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Really? What 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 do you think was a trigger point for them? Was it something you were wearing? Is it something you were doing? I had a backpack on. Okay. Yep, that is sus to start with. <laughs> I came I came from the gym. So I was wearing gym clothes and a backpack. Um okay. <laughs> So maybe that so doesn't you're, help. you're ready to do a runner. <laughs> <laughs> in my runners tied up. Yeah. But I was dressed up in gym kit and maybe that's not appropriate clothing or whatever for, you know, a designer store, but I did feel super uncomfortable and I felt like I, I couldn't even concentrate on the clothes because all I could feel <laughs> was these guys standing around behind me and literally almost hand on like their baton ready to just swing if I if I grabbed anything. Okay, so did you change your actions then when you were in the store? Because I feel like when you think you're being watched and you and you think someone thinks you're suspicious, you become even more suspicious with the way yeah. you behave. Yeah, I I felt 
them looking at me. So then I started to get really awkward and, and clam up. And, 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 and the it made more me you try to act natural, the less natural you are. 100%. 100%. Like thinking back to it now, it's making me cringe because I kept making eye contact and sort of smiling and nodding. But like, they were probably just like, yeah, this guy's definitely about to like snatch and run. It's honestly almost to the point where like you start walking differently, like your whole gait, your whole gait changes. Like you don't, you forget how to step properly because you're overthinking every part of it to try and look natural, look normal, tell yourself you're not doing anything wrong. So why should they be sus on you? Have you ever had this happen where you walk into a designer store and you feel a little bit like someone's watching you? A little bit because I, I like to wear, you know, oversized drapey clothes and, you know, tracksuit pants. And it doesn't, I guess, project the look of what a normal customer would be in some of those high-end stores. So I can understand it. It doesn't really ever bother me. But for me, it's more so when I'm walking out of a store and I do have a bag, I'll always feel like, especially when you're walking out of somewhere like Target or Kmart, where I'm always like, go out of my way to like show them inside of the bag to show them that I'm not stealing anything. The 13-year-old boy that you haven't stolen yeah. anything. Yeah. Hey, mate, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble, mate. Because I don't want him to feel uncomfortable. So. Martha, Martha disgusted in the way you're carrying yourself. You know, you don't want him to feel uncomfortable. You don't want him to have to step up and ask to see you back. So just have a look in it. Look at my livelihood. Look at everything in there, mate. I've got nothing from the store. I've bought everything. Here's my receipt. Read everything on it. I'm out the door. You don't have to stress about me. It's so funny because I do the same thing. Why do we all get super nervous? Like we think we've done something. It's like when you go through the airport security and you just, you randomly think like, do I have something in my, do I have a gun on me? Knowing full well, you've never had a gun. You've never owned a gun or used a gun, but like, you know, it just quickly crosses your mind. I don't know why, like we do that and we get super weird about it. A hundred percent. It always happens. Or when you get like a random bomb test and you think, have I been around a bomb? Like, is there any chance that I've come into contact with bomb-making materials here? And if I have and their system goes green, what do I say to them? How do I get out of that one? How do I explain it? Or, or getting random breath test. You haven't had a drop of alcohol for like a couple of days and they're like, have you had anything to drink, sir? And you start to really clam up. You're like, oh, no, 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 mate. No, all good, mate. And like... You just act super weird for no you know reason. What's so funny about it, that you mentioned that is that Martha got pulled over a couple of days ago. She'd gone out with a friend for lunch. She'd had a, a glass of wine. It had been hours. She was completely fine. When she was driving home, she got pulled over. And the first thing she said to the officer was, I've had a drink and I'm breastfeeding. <laughs> had she a drink. Shit herself. <laughs> Just no need for that information. Like he's not going to find you or anything. He's just going to sort of look at you like and morally question you a little bit. (laughs) Right? And you don't don't even need to say you're breastfeeding. Don't add extra layers to it. (laughs) She was fine. She was zero, zero, literally zero, zero. So there was no need to mention any part of that. But in that moment, she's like, if I'm honest, it'll be all be okay. (laughs) Close my eyes and be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and then I always picture it from the security's point of view or the policeman's point of view or whatever when, when you leave and they're like, dude, that was... I always think they go, 
wow, that guy was super weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, Michael, I'm glad that you brought up this social situation because that's going to segue perfectly into a topic I want to talk about that has a lot to do with social situations and stuff like that. And we're back onto Josh's products and apps. I know you loved the last time I was kind of speaking about these products and apps that I'm kind of fond of and want to talk about on the show. But there's a new app, Michael, and it's called You're Cancelled. Now, how this works is when you've made plans that you wish you could cancel, you both go into the app, you press a little discrete button. Now, if the other person has clicked the same button to cancel plans, congratulations. Confetti explodes in the app and your plans are cancelled and you don't have to have any awkward excuses, no no messages between each other when you both know you've pulled out. You've both just amicably clicked a button discreetly. You don't even have to ever talk about it and the plans are cancelled. Now, I thought... This was the perfect app for you because I feel like you are the ultimate plans canceller. I feel like this would be right up your alley. I feel like this is, you could almost call this the Michael Brunelli app. I mean, I feel like this is something that you are going to be very, very fond of. I am quite possibly the flakiest person in the world. But what happens if I cancel the plans and you don't cancel them on the app? Then your plans go ahead. Unless you both click the button. <laughs> plans go ahead. So you'll get a little message with confetti and a little exploding like wrapper that says, congratulations, plans are cancelled. Please reschedule or don't worry about it. So wait, wait, let me, let me just put this into a real world situation. You want to go out for dinner. You've messaged me. I've said, yep, let's go. It's Tuesday. We're going out on Saturday. Come Friday. I'm not feeling it. You're a little bit over it. We both click the button in the app and yep. we celebrate that we don't want to see each other. Yeah, it like it like a little Bing notification what? comes up. It, <laughs> it what kind notification. of friendship is that? <laughs> and then the notification pops up and it says plans are being cancelled. No need to come up with a crappy excuse. No need to message each other. You've just both um, amicably cancelled the plans together and you've agreed that you can maybe reschedule another time. But, but have you thought about how how you get the app in the first place? Like, do I message you and be like, hey, bro, thinking of pulling out on multiple of our catch-ups. <laughs> Can you just download this app so we don't feel as uncomfortable and I don't have to make excuses? Thanks, man. Yeah, you know what? I would actually be stoked if you downloaded this app, Michael, because <laughs> when I invite you to things like my birthday and you go ghost mode, this saves me a lot of head noise where I go, maybe he's coming, maybe he's not. I pop onto the app and I click the button and then you've already clicked it. Boom, I know he's not coming. I'm going to click it 10 minutes after we organize it so it's pre-clicked, ready to go. <laughs> Well, then if I've already clicked it and then you go and click it the next day, you get the instant notification that the plans are canceled. So then you know that I already canceled the plans before you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, that is a design flaw. Well, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't, you're really going into the um, logistics of the app. We should get the developers of this app on. I need to talk to them. <laughs> so are you are you for this app or not for it? I think this app is ridiculous. And also it takes the fun out of like giving an excuse to cancel. It takes the, the you know, the conversation, the back and forth, the awkwardness, the jokes, the anger, like. I, that's all part of like building a healthy relationship with a friend, you know? All right, guys, handbaggers, I want to know your opinion on this app. Do you agree that this app would be a benefit to be able to cancel plans with a friend? Or do you think it would be completely bullshit and a waste of time like I think? Okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of for this app, so I'm interested to, hit, to see what the handbaggers say about that one. The next one I wanted to ask you, Michael, it's about 
your partner's friends. Is it a red flag on your partner if you don't like her friends? Are we talking best friends? I'm talking closest four friends. Ooh, and I don't like all four of them. Yeah, you've got problems with them. Like you that's guys a just don't see eye to eye. That is that is a huge. That's a gaping hole of a red flag. <laughs> really? <laughs> that, of course. Why? If it's the four closest friends to your partner and you don't like them, best friends share a lot of qualities. They they differ in many different ways, but they also share a lot of the same beliefs. That is why they're best friends. So if you have issues with all four of them, I, I could understand if you had an issue with, with 50% with two out of the four. I get that. Not everyone gets along. But when you're going four for four, home run, that is a concern. There has to yeah, be some similarities, you know, the- you know between your girlfriend and, and those those girls. No, definitely. And they always say the four closest friends, uh, you all like use the same terminology. You're very, very similar. You take on each other's beliefs and thoughts. And, and you've got to imagine that if they're that close, then they all would kind of think the same, believe in the same thing and have the kind of the same morals and stuff like that. So I guess if you're not getting along with them, then there's probably issues in the relationship or there definitely will be some, you know, down the road. And you know that every time they catch up, there's going to be some shit talked about you. (laughs) Because most likely, if you don't like them, you're going to be projecting that. They're going to see that and they're going to respond accordingly with the advice they give to your partner. Did you you always get along with Martha's friends? No, I hate them and I still do. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) He didn't didn't respond. (laughs) We just went silent. (laughs) No, I wasn't all... sure. I wasn't sure. We know we know your social skills, so I'm not really sure. I all of Martha's best friends, I like them all. They're all very, very different. But yeah, we I get along with with all of them. No, that's really, really good. I mean, I've there were a couple of issues in the past with me and kind of some of some of my ex-girlfriends where maybe me and some of her friends didn't fully get along. Why? <laughs> let's let's take it down a layer, Josh. Let's peel back. Okay. Okay. So, so my ex-girlfriend, her best friend's partner was really rude and really obnoxious and used to treat my ex like not very well. And that used to obviously really annoy me. And I kind of obviously took my anger out a little bit on him. And then that kind of trickled down into the best friend as well. So that kind of created some issues down the track where my ex would kind of cop a lot of the insult... uh, she would cop a lot of the bad blood that was given to her because it was her best friend's partner. Whereas I was just like, I'm not really going to accept that. So there was always a kind of a weird tension there, but it, it didn't really have as much to do with her best friend. It was more her best friend's partner. And that was kind of where we didn't really see eye to eye and get along. But by association, because your issues with the best friend's yeah. partner, then it means you don't get along with the best friend. That's just how it works. But yeah, I can understand that. It would be difficult. But I feel like in that situation, you were trying to do the right thing, but you probably were making it super uncomfortable for your ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you yeah, get around bit. that or you guys just didn't catch up with them? No, we kind of worked through it and yeah, we all ended up having a big chat and kind of everyone apologized and then we kind of were somewhat friendlier from there, but we were never like super close after that. It's so, never the same um, after you have a quote unquote chat. Like it's never the same after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you it's, know. Ne- it's never ever the same. Yeah. But I feel like how far into a relationship or seeing someone can you make that decision on whether you like their friends or not? Is it on for at first sight? Is it after a first catch up? Is it after a first drinks? Do you wait? Do you give your the friends of your partner six months to, you know, 
figure them out before you, you make judgment? Look, it's going to be really hard for me to answer that and give you a time frame, but all I'll say is that first impressions are really, really important. Like if you make a poor first impression on your partner's friends or vice versa, it's going to be, it's going to take a lot more work to break their thought process about you and that impression because they're always going to have that cemented in their mind for when you first met them. So I'd say, you know, the first impression is such a, it's such a big deal. It's so important, you know, and that comes with, you know, friends, family, brothers, sisters, you know, all that sort of stuff is, it's really, really important. Mm. You good? Hair looks nice. It's a vibe. Hi, Josh. Hey, Martha. Josh, My God, wrong? your new hair looks incredible. He just said your new hair looks like shit. Why would you say that, man? Like, now he's laughing at you. Honestly, I won't tell you how I feel about you. She's not going to say how she feels about you, dude. Like, dude, just don't say that, man. <laughs> how to create an enemy. <laughs> You're like, I'm sick of her ganging up on me. I want yeah. her to gang up on Josh. How to start drama out of nowhere. All right. Somehow, for a second episode in a row, I've acquired the baby. Hey, Luch. You good, Bubba? Hey. Do you like the clothing? Yeah, I love it. My eyebrows are too dark. Okay. Now I wish I went lighter with babe, babe, babe. Thing. We can have this conversation in five minutes. Josh, do you think I should lighten my eyebrows a bit to match my hair? It's like hard for me to see. It's a bit blurry. Like, it's hard for him to see because he's seeing through yeah. that screen. I will send you photos. You can we'll tell him. Send, send photos. <laughs> we yeah, need you Josh can send me photos. On the brow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. It, I'm, this, I'm, my brow game's pretty good. Is this podcast the most chaotic scene? In the history of podcasting. We've, yeah, this is madness. We, in this episode alone, have cut out two or three times, repeated the same stories, which the audience won't know because we'll edit it. Now I've had Martha walk in, play with the baby, hand the baby over, start conversations mid-podcast, ask about how I, her eyebrows, and then have me try and start shit between you two. Welcome to the handbags. <laughs> that is not fair. And if you don't put in the edited version where I say, Martha, you look fantastic, and then you turn to Martha and goes, he say he looks terrible, I will be so bitterly disappointed and upset because I'm sick of you bending and twisting things that, to turn things on me. Um, all right, should we finish this topic? What, what were we saying about it? You were Sleeping. saying that okay. if you don't like your friend, partner's friends, it is a red flag. It's a huge red flag. But I would love to know if the handbaggers have issues with their partner's friends and have they gotten over them or have has it ruined their relationship? Yeah. And like, can you work through them? You know, if you did start off badly, can you actually work through it and kind of build on that, um, you know, initial bad start and, and can you turn into friends or is it kind of just ridden off from the get-go? Um, I'd be interested with that as well. So... Let us know about that one, guys. But handbaggers, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you. Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave us a five-star review. It really, really does help us a lot. But um, enough of me blabbing. Lucius has got the mic in his mouth. But we will, um, we will see you guys all same time, same place next week. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao.